The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Coaching can help you gain deeper understanding of challenges that may be holding you back. You may not realize that there are others who may be successful and operating successful businesses who share some of the same challenges that you are facing. Welcome to Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. Our program will look into the individuals and their challenges and show how the coaching process may be what they need to find the root causes of these challenges within themselves and learn to work through these challenges in order to find success. Now, here's your host, Ronald Graves. Hello, and welcome to Coaching for Real, brought to you by Poema Leadership Institute, the show that brings you real people, real challenges, and real breakthrough. Again, I'm your host, Ronald Graves, and this show is about you. Coaching for Real is on the Voice America Business Channel to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. Let me ask you a question. Who do you believe a coach is? What do you believe a coach does? There may be as many different answers to these two questions that there are listeners right now. You might know someone who is a coach. You might have your own coach. Or you might know someone who has their own coach. The word coach is used to describe a number of different people. There are sports coaches, life coaches, business coaches, performance coaches, and many more. Why do they call what they do coaching instead of, say, teaching or training or leading or consulting or even mentoring? What do these people all have in common? You see, very early in life, we're taught that everything we need to learn can be found outside of ourselves, such as from our parents, our grandparents or other relatives, our teachers, our friends, our travels, and from places like books, videos, television, and even radio. And then later in life, we learn from the classroom, the internet, blogs, podcasts, seminars, workshops, conferences, and so forth. And we learn from people who fill the role of teacher, author, trainer, manager, leader, consultant, and mentor. And that's all good because everybody should be learning and growing every day. And there's an unlimited amount of knowledge to be found all around us. But for the challenges you're currently facing in your life and in your business, there is one source of answers other than God that is far superior to what we can find in the world of knowledge. And that source is you. Now, having said that, I'm going to utilize a different format than usual for today's show. Rather than engage in a live coaching session with our guest, this program is going to be all about providing you with knowledge. Our guest will assume the role of teacher, trainer, and consultant for the entire program today. Now, before I introduce our guest, imagine for just a minute, you're having mastery of the world's largest and most advantageous social networking tool available for business professionals. Being able to use the power of social media, generate more leads and increased business opportunities. This is the power of LinkedIn. And we are honored to have Teddy Burris of Burris Consulting as our guest. Teddy is a LinkedIn coach, trainer, consultant, public speaker, and author. Teddy's purpose is leading teams of employees in the adoption of best practices by using LinkedIn as a business tool. And he's been doing this work for the past seven years through hundreds of seminars, workshops, webinars, and one-on-one -on -one coaching classes. He has also developed a LinkedIn professional development program designed to guide and support teams of business professionals through learning and utilizing the best practices of LinkedIn. Now, I've attended Teddy's seminars and workshops, and I can vouch for the value that I personally received from his teaching. In fact, I would estimate that at least 80% of what I know about LinkedIn, I learned in his classes. And the other 
Well, I took what I learned from Teddy and just started experimenting. He can bring that same value to you, and that's why I asked him to be our guest on today's program. So welcome, Teddy. Ronald, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me today. You're very welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day in North Carolina. Great. Thank you for being on our show. Um, Teddy, I would like to start today's program by asking you to walk us through your business career and tell us how you arrived at where you are today. Ron, in, in 2005, I took a sales role, my very first sales position. And the intent of taking a sales position was so I could practice being a salesman, which I knew I would need to be able to do in order to start my own business. And when I started in the career as in, in IT sales, I realized that I did not have enough time in the day or enough shoe leather to meet everyone I wanted to meet. I knew that in order for me to grow my business, I needed as many pos people as possible to know who Teddy Burris was. So I was, I was a networking fiend. I, I went to lots and lots of networking events, chamber events, B&I events, and I networked all over the place, but I just couldn't get to enough people to really keep my business growing. And somewhere along the line in late 2005, I discovered LinkedIn and Facebook. And I realized that my potential clients, i.e. my prospects, were on LinkedIn. And they weren't using it, but they were on LinkedIn. And so I started using LinkedIn to connect with these prospects. And I started using LinkedIn to connect with people who could introduce me to these prospects. And I started to discover that using LinkedIn as a, as a conduit, as a portal, to my influ the influencers of my prospects and to my prospects started to grow my business. My book of business grew, my pipeline grew, and my boss was very happy with my success. And along the way, I discovered that I was using it far different than anyone else. My wife and I had plans in the next five years to start our own business, and it it became quite clear to me that I could, instead of just using LinkedIn to grow my business, I could teach other people how to use LinkedIn in a very deliberate way. And so we started putting together the plans. It was about 2009 that we decided uh, that we would uh, uh, create this business, becoming talent, a talent development organization. Ronald, we also decided that in order for us to be truly successful, we had to give back to others. And so we decided to build a business where we give away 50% of our time every day. We help, and and our, goal, our focus today is helping our friends who are unemployed and underemployed, teach them how to find that next great career. And the other 50% of our business is focused on what I'm doing today, which is teaching business professionals how to use LinkedIn as a business tool. So in a nutshell, the way it came together, Ronald, is I started using LinkedIn and other social media tools and realized that most people weren't capitalizing on the true potential. And so we decided to become the resource to teach people how to do it right. Great. Well, if we go back about 10 years or so to kind of when you, you know, just started in LinkedIn, it's very different than it is today. And uh, I think it's evolved a lot. But I, I guess my question is, you, you, you know, you're hanging your hat so much on LinkedIn. And, and, and what made you decide that this was a platform you were going to invest in and eventually then take it from the business you were in? To your own business. It, good, good 
question, Ron, and it, you're right. It changes daily, and, and I promise you with no hesitation that it, LinkedIn will continue to change even more significantly than the way it has changed as they try to find ways as a business to create revenue while also trying to find ways to uh, help their members uh, use the tool in more, uh, again, in, in, in better ways. So, but LinkedIn is the world's largest. 450 million people using LinkedIn today. It's the world's largest professional business um, networking site. So it wasn't a hard choice because I'm a business professional. It wasn't a hard choice to choose LinkedIn as my primary social media footprint that I teach people how to use. But it's not my only one. I am very active on Facebook, very active on Twitter, very active on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel. Uh, I am also very active using other social media tools like Quora. Quora has become a, a phenomenal business tool for me. And also I'm a, a blogger, so I blog all the time. So again, LinkedIn is the primary tool today, but it is not my only tool that A, I use to grow my business, and B, help others learn to use as well. Great, okay. Um, can you explain the thought process you went through to move from the corporate world into your own consulting business? Well, there's a little tongue-in-cheek thought there that I often have, and, and that is that I decided I no longer wanted to work in a cubicle. I no longer wanted my life to be guided by the noise of direct deposit, and I no longer wanted a boss. And so most of that's true, even though it's a little bit of uh, humor. I do work for my wife, and she does pay me. But the real process that made, got me into this thought of starting my own business is that I have complete control over who I share my message with, who I train, who I work with, my own style of delivering my message. I'm a little different. You've been in my classes, Ronald. You know I'm a little different. And uh, I can vouch for that. And, yeah, yeah, and I and I'm and I'm hoping you'll agree it's it's a little different and a little better, because that's my 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 philosophy that I tell myself. But I decided that I have the ability, I have the time, I have the energy, I have the knowledge, and I want to convince people to use social media in a very meaningful way as individuals. And I, it was just a, it became a burning desire that I really. Um, I keep fueling. Every day I get the opportunity to fuel that desire and keep doing it. Great. So if you could do it all over again, would, there, would you do it exactly the same way, or are there any things you might do a little bit differently? Well, a, a couple things I would do differently. I, I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of looking at where I've been, Ronald, and deciding how did I do it and did I do it the best I could? And often the answer is no, I didn't. But I am a, but I am very blessed in being able to say I have no regrets. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about the journey I have been on and that I continue to be on. But there is one thing that I would have done a little differently. I would have been a little bit more deliberate at choosing who is what I refer to as my most important viewer. And to me, that's the phrase I use because my most important viewer is my client and my next great prospect. And I kind of thought that everybody who's in business needs to understand how to use social media as a business tool. And the reality is that's not true. The reality is not everybody in business has the ability to hire Teddy or even the interest to hire Teddy. So probably the one big thing I would have changed, now that I understand it, is I would have changed and created a greater focus on my most important viewer. Can you explain maybe in 60 seconds or so what you mean by, by that focus? So, uh, uh, yes, I can very easily. 
so I can I share lots of best practices and tips and philosophy about how to use LinkedIn. And originally, Ronald, it was focused on the individual user. So I was telling users, explaining the users, sharing idea for users, providing content that can help the users. And that's important, but the user of social media is not my most important viewer. My most important viewer is the sales manager, the VP of sales, the talent development professional, the regional sales manager, the individuals who lead a workforce of 5, 10, 20, 50, 200 salespeople. So I had to start writing my content and delivering my message focused to those individuals relevant to how their team uses social media. Does that make sense? Uh. That makes a lot of sense. That's great. All right. Um, I see that we're getting close to our first commercial break. So I'm going to break right here because we come to sort of a uh, conclusion point that, uh, that Teddy just brought up. So when we return, um, Teddy will introduce us to the power of LinkedIn and discuss some of the key points he covers in his LinkedIn seminars. Um, very important points. I've, I've learned most of them. I've got my notes. And uh, so stay tuned. We will be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Coaching for Real on the Voice America Business Channel. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is Coaching. A designed alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness. Waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. This is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Welcome back. We're talking with Teddy Burris, LinkedIn coach, trainer, consultant, public speaker, and author. Now, in case you just tuned in, this is the part of the show where I usually engage in a coaching session with our guest. But today's show is different. Teddy has so much valuable information to share that I want to make sure that you get as much LinkedIn knowledge as possible in the time we have today. So, Teddy, um, there are numerous LinkedIn experts out there, all competing for our attention, and some of them are fairly well known. What advantage will our listeners gain by choosing you 
as their LinkedIn consultant? So that's a, that's a great question, Ronald. And it, it's one that I've always got to be paying attention to as a coach. And I think a question that we all have to pay attention to in our own businesses, why am I the one you need to hire? And I use a phrase regularly, and I've used it already once today, that I want, I strive to always be different and better. So when I'm coaching or training uh, my clients or my students, I'm teaching them how to use LinkedIn as a business tool a little bit differently than everyone else uses it. And I'm focusing on helping them create a little more value than everyone else does. Too often, trainers and coaches and experts, they all, uh, they all dance to the same beat. They all listen to the same drummer. I don't. I'm very deliberate about coming at it from a different perspective. And one of the value propositions that I bring to the table is that I, as because I'm a Dale Carnegie graduate coach, because I'm Sandler sales trained, because I'm a Toastmaster, and because I studied um, um, Dale Carnegie and Ralph Waldo Emerson and others, I take all of those philosophies I've learned in other areas, even as a leadership coach, and I blend all of this into the way I use social media and the way I teach people to use social media as a business tool. So for me, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing to be able to roll all these ideas into the way I help my clients. Okay. Well, my next question sort of just flows right into that, and that was, you know, what will your what does your client receive from following you that they have a hard time finding anywhere else? Can you be, can you take how you roll all that together and, and, and give us some examples or some specifics about that? Yeah, well, it's a good point. And again, it's something I got to pay attention to on a regular basis. I often say anybody can teach you how to click. But if somebody could teach how, somebody could teach you why you do that. If someone could teach you the philosophies, someone could teach you the kinds of words that you should use in your social media engagement. That is far more powerful than teaching you how to click. That's that's a that's easy. Anybody can teach you how to click. Teach you how to do it with meaning. Teach you how to do it with purpose. Teach you how to use social media to achieve your business goals. It's far more rewarding. And, and the question that comes to mind is that your clients don't all have the same business goals. So you've it's you know you've got to kind of tailor your personal message or your personal instruction um, to some of your different people. Uh, Ronald, I, I don't use the word tailored so much because I want to make sure I'm deliberately doing it. I, I do a, a, a lot of interview up front when I'm working with my clients, whether it's a one-on-one or a corporation, so that I understand what their business goals are or so I understand what their career goals are. And by doing this interview process up front, some people call it a strategic planning conversation, by doing this up front, and I clearly understand what your goals are, whether it's in a business or whether it's in your career, then I'm going to deliver the training, the methodology, the philosophies, the ideas, very focused to those goals. Wow. Excellent. You did, you did a great job of explaining that to, to, uh, to all of us you know, to understand more clearly. So let's get into the LinkedIn. Um, let's talk about the three LinkedIn success factors that you discuss in your classes. And that's, and we'll start with building a professional LinkedIn profile. Can you briefly summarize this session and maybe give us three, three or so tips that we can put in place today that would enhance our individual profile? Yeah, Ron, and I, I refer to that part or that key 
a step of LinkedIn as building a presence. Yes, it is building your LinkedIn profile out, but it's building an online presence. And when you focus your online presence so that everything that you write in your profile, every word, every sentence, every paragraph, must be relevant to who you are and what you do today. And what that means is we don't talk about the past except where the past is relevant to who we are today. That's the number one most important philosophy about building your presence on LinkedIn, relevance to who I am and what I do. The second most important philosophy is you must write it so that that content is is presented to your most important viewer. You're not writing for everybody on LinkedIn. You are only writing for your most important viewer. So you need to tell a story, use the keywords, and speak to what you do that's important to your most important viewer. And then the third thing you have to do is you have to use keywords. You have to create a keyword-rich profile. And many of my peers challenge me at this because they don't believe that you are found by searches as often as you're found through your network. And I agree we're found through our network more often than we are found through Google and LinkedIn searches. But I prove day in and day out that I'm found through a search. And the way I'm found through searches is by using the keywords again and again, relevant and important to my most important viewer. So it's relevant to who I am, relevant to my most important viewer, and I have to use the keywords and the phrases that are important to them. Now let me build on that for just one second, because I like, I remember from being in your class about when they do the searches, how to get your name at the top of the list, or at least on the first page. Mm-hmm. And you talk about that, you know, in insignificance in your class. It, and that, that seems like that is the key for, um, for the search area. It, it is, Ron, but there's another philosophy behind that as well. And that is if I know the words that are important, if I'm, if I'm paying attention to what keywords are important to my most important viewer, then I'm going to write my content, not only using those keywords, but in the context of those keywords. So it gives me guidance for writing the best readable text as well as using the right keywords for searchable text. Okay. Thank you. Let's move on to the second factor, which um, is called connecting on LinkedIn. Can you briefly summarize this session and give us you know, three tips or so that will immediately improve our connections? So this is another, uh, it's, it's almost the same philosophy. It's relevant. I want to connect with people who are relevant to what I do. People who, also I want you to also connect. I call this, by the way, building a network. It's about building your LinkedIn network. You want to connect with people who are relevant to what you do and of interest to you. Now, the worst thing I could do is only connect with other people who are all about LinkedIn and social media. I'm going to connect with people who do other things as well that may be relevant to what I do in, in a broad sense. I also want to be very purposeful about spending my time and energy looking for two very important people. My most important viewer, I want to find people who may have some interest in what I do or be able to hire me. And I also want to connect with the influencers of those people. So, again, very purposeful activity of my uh, sending out invites is to send out invites to most important viewers and influencers. Now, here's a third tip that is absolutely critical, Ronald. Never send a LinkedIn invite to someone who doesn't know you. That is synonymous to cold calling. If they don't know you, they don't trust and respect you, they'll have less interest in you. 
So I'm a big fan of, of doing introductions outside of LinkedIn and getting introduced to people that my network knows who may be my most important viewer, may be an influencer, or maybe somebody who I'm interested in. So the third tip would be never send an invite to someone who doesn't know you. Get an introduction first. Okay, that, that brings up a question that, you know, I get, I'm sure we all get invites every day from people we don't know. Um, how do you, you know, I know there's different philosophies on connect with everybody you possibly can or select the people you want to say yes to and connect with. So can you give me your, your take on that? Well, first of all, I would very deliberately say do not connect with everybody. There's no need in, in, in a business-to-business environment. If you're using LinkedIn as a, as a business networking tool, that is not how you use it. If you're harvesting email addresses, then go do that. But that's not what I recommend or encourage. It's not the use of LinkedIn from my perspective. However, I get invites from around the world, Ronald, and I don't ignore them oh, carte blanche. I vet them. And I have a very uh, rapid process that if I don't know who you are and I can't see the relevance, I send you a message back because you can send a response to that invite. And I very politely ask, please remind me, have we met or have we talked or what can I do to help you? And in my words, I change them up a little bit. The intent of that message is not to get a big answer. The intent of that message is to see if they're willing to engage with me. If they're willing to engage with me in, in some meaningful conversation, I'm going to accept the invite, even if they are not relevant to me. Because you never know who may know somebody that you need to meet, even if that person's around the globe. So I will, I will vet them by getting them to engage in a conversation with me. Okay, good. That kind of leads us into part three, or the third part of your um, three keys, and that's engaging on LinkedIn. Can you give us a brief summary of that part of it and give us some tips on how to better engage? Yes, I can. So I've, I've renamed that process as instead of just calling it engaging on LinkedIn, I refer to it now as building a reputation. Okay. And the way you build a reputation on social media and the way you build a reputation anywhere in life is based on what you're willing to say, what you're willing to do, and who you hang out with and the conversations you get into. So on LinkedIn, you're going to develop a reputation in the area of business or the area of your career that's important to you by getting into conversations relevant to that. So I'm a LinkedIn coach, trainer, public speaker. 99% of the time, the conversations I get into, whether I start the conversation, share a new article, share a new YouTube video or third-party content, or comment on other content, more often than not, I'm going to engage on conversations relevant to using LinkedIn as a business tool. Now, on the far other side of the spectrum, Ronald, there's stuff that we don't do. And the stuff we don't do is engage on any content that is irrelevant or disrespectful to our brand. Now, the tongue-in-cheek uh, analogy to that, I will never engage on content about fast cars and loose women or fast cars and beautiful women or politics. It's not who I am. It's not what I've been interested in doing, and it will diminish my brand or tarnish my reputation. Excellent. Okay. Um, we're getting close now to our final commercial break. And now that we've kind of come to a stopping point there in, in Teddy's um, information, I'm going to uh, go into our commercial. When we return, I'm going to ask Teddy some of the frequently asked LinkedIn questions. So we're going to get specifically into some things like how do you do this and how do you do that? So stay tuned and we will be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Coaching for Real on the Voice America Business Channel.
whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is coaching, a designed alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness. Waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to Ronald at RonaldGraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Hello, we're back with Teddy Burris, LinkedIn coach, trainer, consultant, public speaker, and author. In our final segment, I want to give Teddy some time to answer some of the questions most frequently asked about LinkedIn. And some of these questions I actually got from LinkedIn is their kind of their facts page. But, Teddy, can you talk a little bit about posting, Um, the different kinds of posts, long form posts, those kind of things, and and what's appropriate, what you should do, and what maybe you should stay away from? So there are five different areas on LinkedIn where you can share content, Ronald. And the first three are on the, what's called the LinkedIn homepage or the news feed or your timeline. But it's, that all starts on the homepage. And the first one is what's referred to as a status update. In a status update, you can simply write a statement. You could share a URL to an article or or a YouTube video or any other rich media outside of LinkedIn. However, when you're sharing a status update or a video or a picture or any other content through a status update, you have to remember this. Always tell your viewer why you are sharing what you're sharing. Give them some reason to stop and read what you're sharing. Otherwise, you're being disrespectful to your network and you're assuming that they believe that everything they see on LinkedIn is important and that's not the truth. The other, the other area on the home page is what's called LinkedIn post. And a LinkedIn post is basically a blog post written on LinkedIn's platform. And so when you write a LinkedIn post, you have the ability to use HTML, you have the ability to embed videos and images, you have the ability to put a, a banner image and, uh, and put links in there, and you have the ability to, to write a, a four, five, six hundred word article. Again, it should be focused on your most important viewer. The other Can I interrupt you for just a second? Is there... Is there a limit on the number of words or characters we can put in a, in a LinkedIn post? 
I don't think there are. I will okay. have to do that research, and I will have to write an article about that, because I don't believe there is, Ron. I will tell you that as a blogger, you should keep your blog post or your LinkedIn post well under a 1,000 characters. Most people are not going to stop and read uh, more than five, 600 um, um, words in a, in a post. Unless you are a phenomenal writer, and not all of us are. Okay. Go ahead. The other two two areas where you can share content, if you own a company page, you can share content on your LinkedIn company page. And the last area is when you join LinkedIn groups, and you should join groups that are, A, relevant to who you are and what you do, and be of interest to you, you can also share discussions in LinkedIn groups. So there's many places to share content. What's most important is share content that's relevant to who you are and what you do and of interest to your most important viewer. Okay. Uh, you mentioned company page, and that was that was one of the area of questions I wanted to get into, so I'll, I'll go to that right now. Um, talk to us about a company page and what the benefits would be in adding a company page, who should do it, who should not do it, and what kind of a page you should you should create. Well, first of all, you cannot create a LinkedIn company page unless you have a unique URL for your email address. You can't create a LinkedIn company page if your business email is gmail.com or yahoo.com or AOL. You have to have a what's called a, a, a private URL. In my case, I have BurrisConsulting.com. You also can only create one LinkedIn company page per URL. So BurrisConsulting.com can only have one company page. Who should create a company page, in my opinion, is anyone who has a significant number of their most important viewers are on LinkedIn. So if you have a, if LinkedIn is a primary location for your target, your target prospects and clients, et cetera, et cetera, then having a LinkedIn company page is a great way to position yourself as a legitimate business so that your prospects and your clients, et cetera, et cetera, can discover that company page and discover what you have there, the message you share, and the articles that you share, again, relevant to your business and important to your most important viewer. Should everyone have a company page? Probably not. I would. It does take time. You have to create content and put it out there, and you have to manage the page. Um, so it, it is an expense of time. Um, however, I've discovered that it helps me, quote-unquote, validate my professionalism through my company page. Let's talk about company pages versus landing pages versus website. And, you know, we've, we have websites, we have landing pages. Um, what would be different on our company page and maybe on our website? Well, a, a LinkedIn company page is predominantly used as a source of all the content that you share, whether it's your original content or third-party content you find in other places that you want to share on LinkedIn. A website, again, website pages are fairly static, um, except for a blog. But then you can take your blog post and you can share them on your LinkedIn company page so they can be further distributed to, for others to see. A landing page is significantly different a business tool. Landing pages are designed to solicit interest, create desire and idea, and then create the, the urge to press that call to action button, to whether it's to sign up for something or or buy something or subscribe to something. So, uh, But again, the landing page URL could be shared on your LinkedIn company page, again, to further distribute and get reach. Good. Thank you. Let's talk about LinkedIn advertising. Now, there's 
many places in social media to advertise. Some are, are better than others, I assume. And, and um, let's look at LinkedIn and compare it to maybe some of the other formats for doing social media advertising and, and, and give us tips on how we can use it, how we might be able to benefit from it. So there's a couple of things. I, um, first of all, I do, do not spend a lot of time, do not spend a lot of time uh, using and or teaching my clients how to use social media ads. And the reason why I don't, Ronald, is that that is predominantly a marketing activity. And I'm teaching individuals how to use social media to connect with their most important viewers. So I'm a a business of person-to-person networking. Now, that being said, I have experimented with LinkedIn ads, Facebook ads, and Twitter ads. And I've also experimented with a little bit of Google AdWords. And so I understand it from a high level. But here's what I've discovered for me, Ronald. It's not what I do best. I do not know how to write a call to action. I do not know how to create the best graphics. I do not know how to create the best wording. And I haven't figured out how to master the investment part. How much money should I invest on these ads? I really encourage anyone who wants to experiment with Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or Google or Twitter ads to hire a pay-per-click ads consultant to help them build the program, build the ads, and execute them. Now, all that being said, there are 440 million people on LinkedIn. There's way more people on on, on, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Properly developed ads can create business value, but it's a big investment. Okay. Now, I know that LinkedIn, you know, first began as a place for people to uh, place their ads and to uh, get employment and all that. And I, can you talk a little bit about, let's say some of our, some of the people who are listening in today to this program um, would like, you know, looking for a job and would like to use social media, perhaps even LinkedIn for their job application. And can you talk a little bit about how that works and, and, and how LinkedIn is, is still connected to that, which was kind of their founding premise? Yeah, and, and, and Ronald, I'm going to separate it into two pieces. Okay. First of all, number one piece, which to me is the least useful, and that is that LinkedIn um, has a, a very powerful uh, job posting program. So many companies across the world post jobs on LinkedIn. Now, they're expensive, but there are, I don't know the number, but it's a significant number of, ad, of, of job descriptions, op, job openings are posted on LinkedIn. So if you want to use LinkedIn to search for jobs, as you would use Indeed, Simply Hired, Career Builder, Monster, Ladders, et cetera, et cetera, it's a, it's a useful tool to search for job postings. And it has a very powerful um, set of search engine and, uh, and algorithms to connect jobs to you based on your profile and your keywords. That's number one. Again, I don't teach a lot of that because I tell people to stop looking for a job, stop asking for a job, stop applying for jobs. And instead, Ronald, what I teach people to use LinkedIn for is, again, the same three primary processes Build a presence that very clearly tells your most important viewer, which could be your recruiter or hiring manager, who you are and what you do, using keywords relevant to that. I teach people to build a network. If you're looking for a job, you need to build and grow your network related to that those industries, related to those businesses, so you can get into open conversations with people about ideas. And the third thing, again, the same practice but focused to a different purpose and goal, you need to build a reputation on LinkedIn based on the kind of conversations you get into, the content you share. So in career transition, job search, you can use the jobs uh, posting area of LinkedIn to find jobs to apply for, as well as to get people to introduce you to those companies. You can also very intentionally deliberately build a presence, build a network, 
and build a reputation. And that as well can help you land that next great, uh, great career. Good. Thank you. We got about two minutes. And if you can talk, maybe in just about two minutes or so, um, maybe something I didn't ask or something that's key that you'd like to talk about um, with regard to LinkedIn that you haven't covered yet, um, what would that be? So often I hear, great, Ryan, a couple of ideas that come to mind. Often I hear people say that, um, you know, I, my, my LinkedIn profile is up there and, and I've, I've, I'm connected to a bunch of people and if I, I engage on stuff and nothing's happening, I'm not getting any value out of it. And more often than not, it's because they don't spend the time and truly focus on building the best possible online presence. They also don't spend the, and focus on connecting with the right people. They either only connect with people they know, or they, or they, uh, or they uh, only connect with people who send them invites. They don't focus on connecting with the right person. And lastly, the other reason why I hear people struggle using LinkedIn is because they don't engage on content relevant to who they are and what they do. I did a training program for a client a few years ago. I called him up to ask him how things are going. He says, hey, it's just, it didn't work for me. And I sat down and walked through what he was doing, and he didn't invest the time. He didn't have purpose. He didn't have focus. And he really wasn't doing what he needed to do, and he didn't get value from it. It's pretty much like anything else in life, Ronald. If, you're, if you don't know what your purpose and goal is, you can't achieve it. And so you have to exactly. know what your purpose and goal is, and you have to work towards it. Exactly. I'm sure we have some listeners who would like to know more about how they can take advantage of the power of LinkedIn in their business. So how can they get in touch with you, Teddy? Well, I'm pretty easy. I'm pretty easy to find, Ronald. I've, uh, okay. uh, I am uh, on everywhere I am on social media. My handle is T L Burris. T L B U R R I S S. Double R I double S. That's uh, pretty much every social media footprint. That's how I am out there. Anybody who dis- uh, hears about me through uh, through this interview and sends me a LinkedIn invite and reminds me where they found me or tells me where they heard me, uh, that I will act, I will be happy to connect with them and help them any way I can. I also Excellent. have a YouTube channel, uh, and I also uh, have a blog. And, the, the, again, the easiest way to find me is you know, go just Google T.L. Burris. And if I don't show up, I've made a big mistake. Excellent. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you so much Thank for you, being Mark. our guest. I, I spend my sincere, excellent. Thank you so much. It's been my sincere pleasure to add value to you today through coaching for real. May the Lord bless and keep you until we meet again. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Coaching for Real today. Be sure to join Ronald Graves again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again very soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.